0: Something is wrong with my app because I've been trying to upload an audio that I recorded last week, but it's not been able to. And if this one uploads, I won't upload that one because um, uploading that one after this one won't make sense. So let's hope that this this uploads, right? Um, I've had a rough week. It's been really rough. It's been really, it's been not okay. It's not been okay. What am I saying? It's not been, it's not been a good time. Um, My mom, my mom fell sick. Um, okay, my mom usually has high blood pressure, but she knows how to regulate it. She knows the cause of it is stress. So she just tries to keep calm. She tries not to have herself in stressful situations or get her mind overthinking because that's how she got sick in the first place. Um, but this one now, it's, I think it's been coming slowly, 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 the sickness that she has now, which I'll tell you guys um, mm, so she she yeah, so we were together over Easter. Um and uh I remember on Easter Monday, Easter Monday because we were in the rural sides, um she woke up not feeling so well, so we took her to the, to a clinic. Um the clinical doctor diagnosed her with an in, with an infection which up to now i still don't understand what infection is this is this like a throat infection is it like you know you need to specify but he just said she has an infection and gave us some meds and when we went back home she was actually okay she seemed to be doing better the medicine worked well but she just needed to you know take it slow not do so much work my mom loves to work she's alcoholic as as our africans as all our african moms i believe they see you seated, I mean, it's a problem. So for her, especially when in the rural side, she really loves to work, you know, go to the farm, check check up on the sheep. As in, she loves moving around. She She's always on the go. And if you're with her, you, you will be on the go as well. So the doctor just told her to keep it, you know, just do a, f- a few things. Just um, have the work at a minimum. Um. Yeah, So. Um. so I thought that was that. And I came back, I came back to work and came back um, home to my place and to work. And we, we we didn't speak, we've not, not that there's anything wrong. It's just like life gets a bit busy and I'm preparing for some serious exams. So it's really giving me, it's keeping me on my toes. Um. So she, so we weren't able to talk just because of, you know, because of my schedule and I believe she was also busy with her own things. So we never talked until last week, Saturday when my sister called me to tell me mom is not okay. In fact, she's been admitted in hospital and I was just like, oh. and then I just remembered how my, my spirit kept telling me you need to call mom. I even remember telling my sister, you, you know, I haven't even talked to mom since we last saw each other. And I was like, I've talked to Dad, I've talked to my brother and my sister, but I've not talked to Mum. And and you know that you 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 tell you that Casper tells you you need to call mom, just check up on her. And then you're like, okay, fine. Once I'm settled, I'm gonna call her. And then once you're settled, your eyes just start closing closing. you're like you know what let me just sleep i'm tired tomorrow there's no need for me to talk to her when i don't have you know i'm not in the right mood the right energy the right space let me talk to her tomorrow when i'm more energetic when i'll be more present you know these things to tell yourself which are true but in in that moment it just got me to procrastinating procrastinating until the point where my sister called me and told me mom is not unwell. in fact she's been admitted (sighs) my spirit crushed and I remember just thinking of how I should have called her. Of course, me calling her would not have made her better. But it just got me thinking, wow, I mean, life is so unpredictable. One moment you're with someone and you're okay, and the next minute you don't know. So me having just talked to her maybe twice or thrice after last, the last time I saw her, would just have made me feel like at least I have time for the people that I really love and mean so much to me in my life, especially my mother, you know, and you don't want those regrets and wishes and feelings of I wish I, I wish I, I, I said, for me, my life, I'm not going to do that. If I want to do something, I do it. I'm, I, I, I'm really trying to reduce the idea of I wish I wish because this life is short. This life is one. So I, I felt so bad and immediately, um, you know, I just started talking to my dad who was with her then. And I was just like, how is she? She was not okay. She was not doing okay. I mean, she said feeling bad um on Friday night. So on Saturday morning my dad took her to hospital and the doctor uh, my mom works in the medic world so she's very familiar with many doctors and whatnot. So the doctor um who was treating her was her friend, um, is her friend and he told her, you know what, um, Felicia, let me just admit you. Please allow me to admit you and So that's how my mom went back home, packed up her things in the afternoon and just admitted herself in hospital. She was feeling bad. She could not stay at home another night without having treatment. So she was admitted and uh, my sister went Sunday morning, rushed to see her because she also doesn't stay where my mom stays, rushed to see her. And um, my sister being told me, your mom is not okay. She really isn't. And she needs someone to be with her. Because Monday morning, my dad was leaving for a conference, which he tried to push, but was unpushable. And he was going to be away for the whole week. He'd be coming back on Friday. So, and my sister had to go back because my sister has a seven-month-old mu- seven who she needs to take care of. In fact, the the baby uh, later, um, she was telling me the baby got a fever because I guess, not having been breastfed and just the separation anxiety, wondering where mom, where is mom, and no one can tell him and he can't even ask, so she had to go back. Um My brother at the time was not available, so I was like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm gonna take a few days off and I'm gonna come and take care of mom. At least someone to be seeing her every day, someone to just be checking up on her, making sure she's okay, and all all of that. So I. I decided to take a few days off. I went to work on Monday morning, disturbed, highly disturbed. I was stressed. And I just told my boss, yo, my mom is not, of course, not like that. (laughs) Using formal language and whatnot. And I told him, yo, my mom is not okay. She's actually been admitted. We're still trying to, uh, future tests are being run. And we're still trying to figure out what the, what the problem is. So that we see how to move from there. So I just need this week off to go take care of my mom. Because there's nobody else to take care of her. I must say that, um... I have the best boss so far. Okay, I've only worked two jobs since I'm just early in my career journey. But this guy is the most understanding person ever. You make a mistake, he's not going to shout at you like it's the end of the world. You do something wrong in the system, he's not going to shout at you like it's the end of the world. He comes, talks to you, and he's speaking to you in such casual, you know, language. And He's very friendly. He jokes, he has so many jokes. He's literally the best boss I've had so far. And I just told him, since I have a few days and I need to take some days off for my exam, I'm really trying also to, I was also trying to calculate my days so that my days are not over. And now I won't have days for, you know, December and the rest of the year and, uh, and my and my exam time. And I was just trying to calculate my leave days nicely. So since my sister was still with my mama on Monday, I said, you know, I'll travel on Monday evening. So that I can be with my mom now from Tuesday to Friday, and then maybe my bro will take up the weekend, and then by that time my dad will be back, and we'll see what to do once the following week begins. We'll see. We'll see when that when we, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, I was talking to him on Monday morning. I'm telling him I won't be in from tomorrow. My mom's unwell. I need to go take care of her, and he was just like, "Um, I hear you, and you don't look okay." So me keeping you here today will not make any sense for for, for you, for me, for the work. Because your concentration is low. Phone calls will still keep coming in just to let you know how mom is doing. So I'm just going to release you. Go home. Get ready. If you need to travel today, if you need to prepare, you do what you've got to do. And if you feel like you need any extra days, let me know. I could cry. I'm very emotional. I was gonna cry, and I really feel like doing so right now because I have never met someone as understanding of a boss as him. Then again, my work experience and my work history is very short, but honestly, the stories I've heard and the experiences I've heard, and you can, and and just obviously seeing this guy and how empathetic he was at that point was beyond me all i could say was thank you and leave before he changes his mind i was just like wow and this is not the first time he's he's made me be like wow it's not and that's a story for another day but man pick up to such amazing bosses these are the people who make you work. A- as hard because you work to make him proud not even you you work to a point where now when he's being summoned you know to talk about his team he's y- you you want to do your best so that nothing he's, he's gonna have a good time when he's being summoned to talk to, to, to and being asked about his subordinates and how they're performing you'll work hard because of such a person man i was dumbfounded in a good way moving on digressed um so i went home and i've been and and, and um, when we got home, um, by the time I was getting home, I think my mom on Tuesday, she was diagnosed with um something called rheumatoid arthritis, which affects women of 55 years and above and who are slightly overweight. And my mom ticks those boxes. Uh, yeah, it was tough, but we were glad to have a name to this disease. Let me tell you, it's much better to have a name placed on whatever your loved one or you are suffering from other than have nothing you cannot not you cannot be not feeling well and you go to the doctor and he says he's not seeing anything that's the worst news you can ever get you're not feeling well you feel it and then the doctor says you know every every part every organ seems okay that's the worst thing because on you don't know but at least when they put a name to your issue you now know what you're handling. so as as tough because it's an autoimmune disease as tough as that was that was to hear we were glad because now we have a name to this thing and we know people who've lived with this thing for years so it's possible for mom as well so we looked it up we looked up the symptoms and all all that whatnot as natural of someone and we learned about it and now it was a matter of not having it should have medication um so this disease is not curable, but it's, you can, you can control, you can live with it, it's, it's like, you can handle it, kind of, Um, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like what now, HIV AIDS, it's not curable, but you can live with it, with the ARVs and, yeah, with the ARVs and, sorry, I was doing something with the ARVs and, yeah and just living a healthy life you can handle it, so it's the same with this arthritis um when it was a shocker that one we did not see coming, but it's okay it's the worse the the people in worse of situations the worse of diseases. This one is fine so um the doctor gave her a lot of medication and um we were able to discharge her on Wednesday, so she slept in hospital from Saturday. Wednesday so Wednesday morning she was home and at least I was with her to just take care of her to to just um more like just be present be there for to know there's someone there and just be the person to be able to move around do things for her because yo those drugs were so strong and they still are they have her in bed the whole day my mom to get up and sit up and even eat was a struggle it was so bad Sometimes I just leave the room and I just start praying. I'd walk around and be like, "Lord, I do not know what this is, but come through, come through, please come through. Please come through and while you're coming through, help me to understand why this is happening to our lives now." And as Mama O, Oprah says, in in adversity, you ask yourself, "What is this here to teach me?" What is this here to teach me? So I'd see my mom. Man, she was struggling. She was in that bed. She was struggling. To shower, I had to give her a seat so that she can shower. Because I was ready to bath my mom. Let me tell you, at that point, all those things you think you can't do, you do. I was ready to bath my mom. But she was like, you know, no. First of all, my mom is stubborn. and Even in her in her life, she was still hella stubborn. She's like, I'm going to shower. It'll help me feel better. Because I was like, mom, you can sleep. You don't need to shower. She's like, no, I have to shower. Maybe I'll feel better. You know, and she struggled through the showering. She struggled through the eating. Mind you, a side effect of the drugs that she was taking was, in fact, let me just say the main things that were side effects is tiredness, fatigue. fatigued. Yeni, you, you are so fatigued, you can't move. My mom was in bed from morning. the following morning she was forever in bed unless she was standing out to go to the loo otherwise she's coming back and she's in bed she could not talk she was whispering and you can't engage her because the talking gets her tired too much talking gets her tired another thing was fever she'd have chills a little bit of chills but um and my mom is someone who doesn't feel she's not someone who's prone to wearing sweaters she doesn't feel cold she's just those people (laughs) So to see her wearing sweaters and asking for a blanket and another and another was crazy, but yeah, that was that. And then diarrhea. So you can imagine someone who's ill, medicating um, on such strong drugs, and she can't eat because she's diarrheing. She has diarrhea. I don't know if diarrhea is the word. Sorry, she has diarrhea. And so when you have diarrhea, of course, everything you've eaten. Is no longer there your, your your stomach is empty and the food that's supposed to give you the energy and the strength is not there the, the drugs are strong as well so that was a double push on and then something else i was gonna say something else mm. diarrhea chills and then dizziness because at some point she would just sit and you'd see like eh, she's about to fall then she'd hold herself it was tough. At some points, I remember crying a little, but I was like, "Girl, you gotta be strong. You're strong. You you got this." And she's got this. Most importantly, she's got this. And then most most importantly, God God got this because, for me. Okay, okay. Let me just let me just. Am I talk too much? Um. Yeah. So, so I just yeah, ugh, I've lost my trail of thought, but. I was like, God got this. And I'm just going to quickly say the the three things that this taught me. Because I was so keen on what is this teaching me. And I'm just in that place of my life where as much as I was stressed. But some part of me was was peaceful. Because I was like, the author of all these things. The one who gives us the breath of life is in control. There's nothing you can do. But you can do your part and do it well. And just give the rest to the author of all these things. The creator, the source of life. Um, and when I was leaving on Friday, I almost didn't want to leave, but I had to because I need to start preparing for my papers. I have some cuts going on this weekend next week. It's crazy. I almost didn't want to leave because I didn't want to leave her like that. But my brother had already come in so I could leave. At least we made sure someone is there. At any one point, someone is there. And a miracle happened. At 3pm, I'm going to check on my mom and I'm finding her seated on the bed. I'm telling you guys, to see my mama seated was a miracle because I know where she's come from. And I was like, mom, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm good. In fact, are there eggs? I want to have some eggs. And I was like, mom, eh, you're just okay all of a sudden, you're not okay. (laughs) And she's like, um... Um, yeah I'm okay I'm not okay but okay no she didn't say it like that let me let me rephrase she said I'm feeling much better you can't say I'm seated and she was saying this in Swahili I'm feeling much better you can't say I'm seated you know I wasn't even able to sit and she was like now make me some eggs just make me a nice omelet and prepare some prepare bath for me and I was like Lord Jesus what miracle is this and then So I prepared the bath for her and I prepared the the eggs and wanted eggs and black tea. Like really black tea that was almost bitter. So I prepared that for her and she came and even sat and watched TV. And I was like, who is this? (laughs) Excuse me, who are you? And I called my sister. I told her, mom has just drastically improved." And she was like, you know what? At lunchtime, I knelt down. And I asked God for a miracle and I prayed to him and told him, my mom is sick, you are in control, there's nothing we can do. And I surrendered. And I told her, that prayer of yours, my sister, that prayer that came from a place of such honesty and such sincerity and such vulnerability is what has given mom this strength. And I told my brother, don't look at mom right now and think she was like this. We've come from far. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Of three days, it's been a journey. But seeing her like this now, we are so grateful. And for me, very quickly, it taught me three things. You know No, I'll say it in the next audio. But basically, that's how my week has been. And seeing her like that gave me so much peace. And I was able to live and come back to my house. And come back and now continue with my studies. Just knowing that I've left her slightly better that slightly was was what was what i needed to see so the lessons that i've learned are on the next audio this is a bit long so let me just stop from here and let's listen to my lessons on my next audio